0: What is up, my Say What family? How are you guys doing? I'm having a great day. I'm drinking my pumpkin cream cold brew that my friend brought me because pumpkin cream cold brews are the best. And yes, I'm basic, but I wouldn't be basic basic if things weren't good. So, but guys, I have to know. I have to know. Did you order the lube I told you to order last week? I really need to know. Like, I'm not always super into the influencing thing, like, buy this product, whatever. I mean, I kind of am. If you ask me, I'm going to be like, you have to have this. But for real, like this is something you have to have in your life. So I need to know, did you buy it? And if you bought it, if you are comfortable, (laughs) did you love it? Like, I would love to know. After I got it, I texted my friend immediately and was like, this is the greatest lube of all times. The gloat. It is the gloat. So if you haven't bought it, you need to get it. So I'm just wondering what the update on that is in your life, if you have bought that or not. So, yeah. Well... Today, I am so excited because I have one of my best friends in the whole world here with me. Her name is Rachel Zeller. Hey, guys. Say hey to my friend Rachel. (laughs) I'm so excited to do this podcast. She came up to me a few weeks ago and was like, hey. PCOS if you want to talk about it let me know and I was like well heck yeah and then like we scattered it a week later and she's like oh I don't I don't know now how you wait I can't (laughs) I'm so nervous I don't want to hear my voice on a podcast but it's gonna be fine (laughs) yeah it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome so Rachel what we like to do is get to know our guests a little bit so tell us about yourself who are you what do you do what are your things and who are you? Just your life. Um, who am I? Um, I grew D- up in D- Ohio. D-
1: <laughs> um, went to school at the University of Akron. If anyone out there listening has gone there. Um, moved to Colorado in June of 2018. You said that um, so Colorado-ed. You said Colorado. <laughs> I moved to Colorader Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> um, a- about two and a half years ago now and definitely have not looked back. Um, Same. The, work I, the kind of work I do out here is um, I do regulatory work for the food industry, so making sure the food is safe, making sure the labels is, are safe,
0: and all that good stuff. I shake my head when she says that because I've asked her like 15 times, probably more than that at this point, honestly, what she does, and it just doesn't make sense to me. All I know is that she <laughs> makes sure the labels are correct or something like that and gets to taste test new products, and so I want that job. <laughs> not, not the label part, but the taste testing for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's a fun time. Well, okay. We always ask our guests, what do we love and what do we hate? So, what do you love right now, Rachel? What do you love? Um, I
1: love, I'm going to, like, go on the theme of, like, what you talk about, but I love therapy. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> um, Heck yes. I have been going to therapy since I was, like, 20, 24 now, so... A long time, and it's awesome, and it's great, and yeah, I just love it. Everyone should go, even if you don't
0: think you need to. I know. And hint, hint, we may or may not be having a therapist on soon to talk about therapy Mm. and to do a cool little session. So, ooh, we'll see. That's how much we love therapy. (laughs) And what do you strongly dislike, or what do you like hate?
1: Um, I will say I hate this because it doesn't hurt anyone, but I hate sauerkraut. Um I don't it doesn't even know what
0: that is. Sauerkraut. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> It's Sour like the food
1: you eat on New Year's Eve and I don't understand I've it. I've never
0: ate it on New Year's Eve. How it's, is that a thing? I don't I've know. It's literally the, the stinkiest food
1: I've ever smelled and like I don't understand why you eat that and then you're supposed to kiss someone on New Year's Eve. Yeah, why would you eat that no and then sense. kiss someone? Anyway, I don't even know hate what it, it. it is. <laughs> I
0: need to, like, figure it out. I don't,
1: I don't even know. Like, it's just describe, gross. Like,
0: like, what kind of... I literally
1: don't know. I think it... Is it onions? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> She's like, I hate this thing that I don't know what it is, but I hate it. It's just not a good
1: time. Wow. <laughs> Mom.
0: Well, Rachel is one of my closest friends. She came to Gateway City, the church that we used to have. Um, She came in one day, and I literally thought she was, like, 28. And I was like, hey, I have this small group that meets at my house if you want to come. I know I just met you, but, like, come to my house. And then she did, and she never looked back. I realized I was very wrong (laughs) at how old she is. I I don't know why. I just thought you were older. Just a young lad. Just a young lad. Just a young one. And we've just never looked back
1: yeah yeah it really has what a whirlwind i know so wild (laughs) still a better love story than twilight
0: (laughs) okay wait are you team jacob or team edward
1: this is such an intense group to have this conversation i know
0: i know but we're doing it Um, we are doing it
1: for bella team edward okay Um, for real life, team Jacob, but they're both kind of, they're all kind of psychos. I don't know. They just mesh together really well. So
0: I would usually say team Jacob because he wanted to give her the life that she could have and with, you know, her family and all these things. But I do think the imprinting thing is weird. I guess in the book (laughs) it makes sense, or I didn't read the books, but I know like in the story, the imprinting (laughs) makes sense, but she's a child and I'm like, eh, I don't know how I felt about that, but you're right. I do think Edward and her are the ones who are meant to be, but I'm still definitely James, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, touchy subject for some people. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to tell the things I love and I hate. So, right now I'm loving the weather, which is a super basic answer, but I really do. Um, Colorado is beautiful in the fall, guys. The, like, you don't even understand how beautiful it is. Like, the, the leaves change. I almost said the flowers change, but they probably do, too. I don't know. But the leaves change, and it's so beautiful, and it feels awesome. And I wore my Taylor Swift sweater the other day and I just couldn't have been happier, honestly. And one thing that I hate are nightmares. I've probably said this before in my section of this, but I've just been having some nightmares this week and some really weird dreams. I'm just not here for it. I'm just not. It's not a fun time. It's not, it's not a fun mm-hmm. time. So that's one thing I love and one thing I hate. Okay. Well, today we are talking about all things PCOS. And I I want to talk about this. I'm glad that Rachel brought it up to me because I know it's something that a lot of women struggle with. I think I saw somewhere that it's like one out of ten women. That's probably not accurate. I don't know. Yeah, PCOS Mm -hmm. affects one in ten women. Um, It's super important to talk about because I know that one in ten women experience this. And I want everyone to feel less alone. And so if you have this struggle, just know that you are not alone or this disease disorder I don't know we're gonna learn all about it Rachel's gonna tell us everything because full disclosure I did not know much about it before this episode and I hate that because it's something I feel like I should know about so we're talking about PCOS so Rachel give us like the rundown just in general what is PCOS what does it stand for what does it do to you (laughs) <laughs> Just in yeah. general, what does it do like, to you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what, do you, what does someone with PCOS experience? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I also didn't really know a lot about it either until I was diagnosed, like, mm. about two years ago. Okay. So I was totally in the same boat, and now I'm like, how did I not know? Because everyone I talk about it with, they're like, I have that, or I know someone with well, that. Well, yeah. Um, But PCOS is polycystic ovary syndrome, um, so it's really characterized by um, – it's a hormone disorder, and then usually um, it's characterized by – um Having um, enlarged ovaries or okay. um, small cysts um, around your ovaries um, so one of the, one of the other um, kind of hormone changes are the um, aldosterone and the androgens um, in a woman's mm. body um, they are more elevated, so okay, what okay. that usually causes um, is um, like oily skin um, hmm. excess hair growth um, think excess
0: hair growth is that like your like hair is that why it's so long and luscious <laughs> rachel's hair guys it's always so pretty but she got here today i'm like your hair is so long i'm so jealous. no
1: but i'm pretty sure that's why i would have a unibrow if i didn't get my <laughs> eyebrows done i'm serious Listen, the unibrow I'm life serious. is hard
0: i got the the peach fuzz <coughs> over my lip issue that's where my hair growth problem is, is for sure yeah but fuzz.
1: yeah it's basically like that kind of stuff except okay. more elevated um gotcha. i honestly i don't know if this is like weird but i think of like the bearded lady probably yeah. had pcos <laughs> probably like, seriously nothing's weird on um, this podcast you good perfect perfect um and then um so i guess it's kind of a base basis okay, of it okay. my
0: personal experience with it
1: yeah tell um, us your story with pcos like how you yeah, got diagnosed
0: yeah. or what made you go to the doctor to get diagnosed like
1: yeah, all that. Um, I went, um, honestly, I just established a new doctor when I came to Colorado and didn't go in like, oh, I think something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, just the conversations and like the different labs we did. Um, my doctor was like, hey, I think you have PCOS. Like, let's oh, do so these like additional like, tests. No. Um, so I started researching it and, you know, asking my doctor questions. And I realized there were definitely signs like all along that I had PCOS. Uh, okay, okay. Um And it's something that, um, they don't really know the cause. It's either, like, they think it's, like, a mix of genetic and environmental factors. Gotcha. So I couldn't really, like, pinpoint it to anything. Um, but, um, thinking back, like, I, when I started my period, I really only had, like, three or four periods a year for, like, a long time, um, until I started on birth control. Um, and then I also had struggled with acne for a super long time. Mm -hmm. So I think that was, like, the excess oiliness of my skin, Mm -hmm. um, was just causing lots and lots of acne um, on my face. Well, your Um, skin is glowing right now. (laughs) She
0: sat down and I was like, your hair, your skin. Oh my gosh, you were stunning. (laughs) To be fair though, you definitely had a lot to do with that.
1: You introduced me to Tula. (laughs) You introduced me to some skincare. (laughs) I did.
0: Okay, quick side note. Rachel was like, okay, I think I need to treat myself. I don't ever do this. Can we like go shopping and you help me buy all the skincare? And I was like, absolutely so we got to spend all of her money which was awesome <laughs> and we bought yeah all this skincare and it was a lot things. of money <laughs> y- you know when you're trying to get a new regimen it's it's expensive but your skin yeah. is worth it and it's paid off yeah yeah beautiful. it definitely has she's just tula is <laughs> a great brand that's the one oh, i started with is. that introduced me to skincare mm-hmm. and it changed my life so yes shout out awesome. to you, tula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and i also i wonder if also the colorado weather also helped with that because mm-hmm. i don't really have oily skin anymore i kind of have like combo skin i'd yeah. say Um, but yeah, so that was like one of the things, um, it's also definitely, um, it's really hard with people, um, for people with PCOS to lose weight as well. Um, so it's very interesting. Like I go to the doctor more often than, um, usual just to check on my labs because of PCOS. Um, and, um, so it's good to know I'm like very internally healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's just something to like think about, keep in mind. Um, and, um, I'm very thankful because, um, one of the um, – PCOS is a huge risk factor for um, diabetes, and, like, I'm very thankful that I, you know, that I don't have diabetes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially because it does run in my family. Um, so very
0: thankful my doctor, you know, is watching out for me, taking oh, care yeah. of me. Um, I feel like we just have really good care in Colorado. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I've obviously had some struggles with doctors that we've talked about, but I just feel like there's – I don't know. Even when you're in a big city, there's just more yeah. opportunity and – um, care for you. I yeah. Don't know, I don't know how real that is, that's how I feel. No, so. yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, so those are some of my, you know, some symptoms, some stuff I deal with. Um, so, um, some of the other things my doctor has, um, you know, done for me to manage my symptoms is, um, uh, I take uh, spironolactone and metformin, which are a super common, a super very common um, combination of medications, okay. um, just to control hormones, insulin levels, um, and just make sure things are going on are in you your body to prevent things are you on birth control or yes and i'm also yes i am on birth control um i've been on birth control since i don't know maybe i was like 16 17 mm-hmm. um and since then i you know that is that helps my acne it helps my regulate my periods mm-hmm. um and i think just like balances out the hormones in my body just yeah, in general yeah. um and i take the pill form so i'm i'm sure other people with um PCOS, maybe use different forms of um, birth control, um, hormonal or not. Um, And, yeah, so that's
0: kind of um,
1: my personal experience with it. Yeah. How does it,
0: like, affect you on a day-to-day basis? So you say it affects your, like, hormone levels and just, like, hair growth and, like, weight. And so how does that, like, affect your, like, someone with PCOS, is it more like you're constantly aware of it? Are you in pain? Oh, yeah, having cysts on your Mm -hmm. ovaries, like, is that painful?
1: Um. So on the cyst part for me no um I definitely have like ovarian cysts but I've never had any that have like ruptured which and I know I, people deal yeah, with Yeah yeah I do um that. but I don't physically feel them um that could be totally different from someone else's experience um and then really day to day um I definitely like try to stay a- as active as I can and um you know just be on the move <laughs> <laughs> um and then also um I did when I was first diagnosed. I actually um, went plant based um, for the most part and was cooking plant based at home for myself probably about two years. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, because I was diagnosed two years ago, um, and then I just recently switched to gluten and dairy-free. <laughs> she joined our sad people. <laughs> I know, I <laughs> know. i am talking it's about so this hard. a lot. She, she's so with hard. me on it. And I say that, and I'm like, I wonder if there's people listening that have definitely had gluten-filled foods with me recently. Like, <laughs> I'm not perfect. <laughs> we I'm one of those <laughs> people.
0: We went to dinner, and she got something gluten, and I'm like, what are you doing? I know. Doing? I felt really
1: bad. Oh, <laughs> the care. solidarity.
0: It's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just <laughs> crying because I watch and nuggets, it's
1: <laughs> But yeah, so, um, I just, you know, found a podcast and an Instagram account that like swears by gluten and dairy free for controlling symptoms. Okay. okay um, cool, cool. so that's cool. Recently introduced, like, you know, reintroduced chicken and, um, turkey and fish and that kind of stuff. Um. And honestly, I feel like it has already helped my skin. Like you yeah. said, it's like, it's really insane, the gluten part of it. it and bo- I used to yeah. be one of those people. I was like, why are you gluten-free if you're not, like, allergic? Right, like, that's so pretentious. <laughs> but I'm like, no, like,
0: it works it, for it stuff. And you feel so much better when you, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, I it's like I'm speaking for everybody. But <laughs> I don't know. I just, my body feels so much better when I'm not eating bread 24-7 and, it's just a game changer. I mean, it's more than in, it's in more than just bread. Trust me. I bought some ice cream the other day, not thinking that it would be an ice cream, and then <laughs> I look at it, and I, like, was so angry and went back to the store to get a gluten-free ice cream because <laughs> yeah. I was desperate for some ice cream. I'm not doing the dairy-free as strict as other people, but anyways. Yeah, no,
1: it's – so, it's interesting. Um, so, I've, I really just switched to that, like, a few weeks ago, so we will see um, – Not as, like, a diet, but as, like, a lifestyle, as people call it. I know. I
0: hate the word (laughs) diet so much, but it's hard to, like – not use it because you are changing your diet. Like yeah. you're not on a diet, but you're changing your diet. And, but exactly. I also hate the term lifestyle change. I, <laughs> I hate it all. We're just making different. I think I said to my oh. friends, making different food choices yes. or something yes, like that, exactly. which is way longer than the word diet. But anyways, are yes. um, anxiety and depression a part of this as well? Yes.
1: I'm so glad you brought that up because I totally forgot about that. Um, but yeah, so um, I have depression, anxiety um, and panic disorder. Um, and when I was diagnosed with PCOS, like I learned that that is also probably a huge factor because I've looked at a lot of things, you know, genetic, environmental, and, um, I think another, you know, factor is hormonal. Mm -hmm. Um, lots of people with PCOS deal with, um, mental health issues. Yeah. Um, I think, um, one, because of the hormone Mm -hmm. imbalance, um, and two, because of body image issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I definitely don't have it as bad as, you know, some other, people that might have PCOS um I still you know am you know healthy and happy for the most part and like um but yeah I definitely struggle with um mental health stuff and I think um this reminds me of like when I was first um diagnosed I um one of the other symptoms I forgot to mention was um PCOS can cause infertility. Yes, I was going to um, ask you about that. Yeah, so sorry, I forgot that, guys. Um, so, um, and the reason I didn't I didn't think to bring it up is because I actually don't want to have biological children, mm-hmm. um, and I've, you know, I've had that in decision for, like, years and years now, um, but when I was diagnosed and I learned that was a symptom, I felt, like, really, um, like, out of control, if yeah, that makes yeah. sense, because I was like, no, that's my choice, like, not my body's choice, like... Right. Um, and people with PCOS can still have kids. It's just can be harder to conceive or, you know, there's just some other um, issues around it yeah. that are that are a little bit harder. Um, but that was still, like, it was very re- very weird to deal with that. Even though I didn't want kids, I was like, right. but I would still want to be able to if I and wanted to. And you found to. that out
0: so young. I mean, you were, what, 22? 20, yeah, yeah, 22. Yeah, 22, and just to be told that, like... Hey, infertility is a part of this, and you may not be able to have children, even if mm-hmm. that's your decision wasn't to. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. it was still like that may be a possibility one day. If like I don't know, I don't know if you change your mind. I know that you're pretty. Yeah, just, just for want, like which is any. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, just, I'm not trying to change your mind, <laughs> but it's just like
1: just for like any reason. Right, yeah, like, that
0: option may not be there for you, and yeah, actually, it was just like kind of shook you up, even though it's not something you wanted. It still is like yeah,
1: whoa. yeah, and like yeah, just learning all the symptoms of like like extra male hormones and like hair growth and like I don't struggle too much like my symptoms aren't crazy pronounced Mm -hmm. um but I was still like I feel like out of control of my body like I was like oh no I don't feel like as feminine as Mm -hmm. I should be because of these symptoms um and I was like that's not very like womanly to have like extra hair growth and like (laughs) I don't you know acne and like all these things um and so that was also something that I guess was kind of a struggle for like a few months after I was diagnosed. Yeah.
0: How were you able to like overcome those thoughts? I mean, I know it probably took a while because it's like this new diagnosis and this new like you know all this information about mm. fertility and hormones and <laughs> male you know hormones and mm-hmm. all right, that was is that was the right word male hormones? But I guess <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean
1: yeah, I f- I feel like almost like the slang for those hormones are male hormones, even though like right. they're in every man and woman, oh absolutely, and every but just person. Just having extra, I guess, yes, yeah, it's they're just um. Just a different ratio or pronounced, you know, whatever. Different proportions. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm not um, a scientist, so I don't think any of these words. Correctly. I know. I'm also like, I feel like maybe I should have said this. Before. I'm like not a doctor. This is just stuff <laughs> I've learned from my doctor and from right. my research. So in your
0: experience, yes, I think your experience yes. is a lot. Yeah, we are not doctors. So make that very clear. I dropped out of my um very basic science class in college because <laughs> I was failing. So and I barely made it through environmental science. <laughs> but somehow I have a psychology degree. I don't know. I'm good with people. I'm way better. With people people than I am science anyways yeah um oh yeah I think how'd you ever cut that yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) um I think um definitely processing it in therapy I kind of as I'm the thoughts I've expressed on this podcast are kind of what I was you know externally processing out loud with my therapist um and I think the um two things that helped um was one is just like I guess I would call it, like, radical uh, self-love. That sounds like the most cheesy thing I've ever said in my
0: life. <laughs> radical self-love. <laughs> or, like,
1: <laughs> or like a radical shift in, like, um, loving your own body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And realizing, and this kind of coincides with, like, the second one, but just, like, realizing, like, God made me this way for a reason, even if Absolutely. it doesn't s- seem like it has a reason. Mm-hmm. Um I was created, uh, you know, even just to have, like, conversations with other people about PCOS because there's, like you said, there's so many people that have it. And, like, it's just insane. So I think also um, another thing that helped was realizing that. And, like, Mm -hmm. um, once I started talking about it, um, lots of other women in my life were, like, I have that, too. Or, like, oh, my gosh, I know this person. And, like, blah, blah, blah. You know, and some people with the same symptoms, um, same struggles or different symptoms Mm -hmm. and struggles. Um, so that was also really cool too. Um, it's just, you're definitely not alone in it at all.
0: Right. And the, we joke about the radical self love, like sounding cheesy, (laughs) but I don't, I, I I don't think it actually is cheesy. We throw around the term self love and self care a lot now. And we, sometimes can use it as an excuse, and I know I do this, like, oh, I'm having a bad day, I'm going to go spend $8 on a coffee because self-love, like, (laughs) or self-care. Like, maybe that's not exactly what we're talking about, but with this, like, knowing that, like, Jesus made you perfectly and this mm-hmm. is how you are made and just really relying on that to mm-hmm. kind of overcome all those like just initial like ugh, like maybe insecurities yep. or things that yep. may come with this is huge. And I think that's so important for other women who may be struggling with this, just understanding that like this is who you are, this is who God's made you to be and mm-hmm. it doesn't define you. Like you yeah, are not, not at all. you are not um, you know, you Are a woman who has PCOS. PCOS Mm -hmm. does not have you. Like it's just part of. If that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just part of your life, but it doesn't completely define you. And just being Mm -hmm. confident in that, um, I think, is really important. Yeah, for sure. Have you felt any like shame around this? Because we talk about shame Mm -hmm. a lot on this podcast, and I'm just interested because, like I said, I'm not. I've I know what PCOS PCOS Mm -hmm. is, but I Mm -hmm. have not been in this world. Is there anything? shameful around her, or you're like no I'm good which if that's the answer that's awesome too so. <laughs> um yeah I, I
1: I guess I kind of like touched on that with like the femininity mm-hmm. issue of being like oh my gosh now I'm not I'm not feminine enough now because I know this even yeah. though it's like how I was all along and I've felt like a feminine person like right. the whole time before <laughs> I was diagnosed yeah um so um I guess that mm-hmm. um and then with, like, self-image issues, there was, like, some shame, um, d- especially before, you know, getting my acne under control and um, all that good stuff. Um, and then um, something else um, I also just thought of. <laughs> there's just so many things you keep so, reminding me of. Oh, great. <laughs> um, PCOS can make you, like, very exhausted and, like, oh, tired. yeah. Um, and I'm, like. <laughs> you already are
0: um, uh Insomnia is it I do no, yeah like I I do yeah your? I do deal yeah. with
1: some insomnia um just because of as kind of like an extension of anxiety from mm-hmm. time to time um so yeah it's very interesting um and I also think too it's like that combined with any times I've felt very depressed is mm-hmm. like even harder yeah um and it's like in my uh, experience I feel like it's like a sleepy tired, but also like a body tired yeah that makes um sense. just feeling exhausted um so yeah so I guess um I guess we were talking about shame but um <laughs> I guess feeling like maybe like lazy some days mm-hmm. if I'm like I literally there's no reason why I can't go do these things but
0: I just can't yeah, you just can't period. just knowing that is okay and like yeah. just being okay with that like this is where I'm at right now, but it's not like this every day. It's like this forever. This is where we're at. And like, it's okay.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, um, at this point, Probably even just, like, within the last year, I don't – I really don't feel shame around it at all anymore. That's amazing, yeah. Um, Just because I think it is talking with other people that have PCOS has, like, been the biggest thing. I'm like, oh. And now it's just, like, talking about, like, mental health issues or, like, therapy. I'm just like, hey, you got PCOS? Me too, (laughs) Oh, Yeah, it's the club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. And it just helps you not feel so alone. Like, any diagnosis you can – you get, I know, it feels so isolating. Even if a million people have, like, cancer is a very – unfortunately common diagnosis and I'm Mm -hmm. sure even then people are like oh I'm so alone in this yeah it's just any anything can feel that way okay so we touched on this a little bit earlier uh let's talk about birth control so this is a hot topic right now and as it should be actually guys I recorded an entire episode about birth control and how we shouldn't feel any shame around it and talking about how there's possibilities that the access could be taken away from us. I know that seems really big and crazy, but with the way that there's been some things passed with insurance, how companies can deny you of it, all those things. Mm-hmm. But then I realized in that podcast, I was really angry and it wasn't very loving. And I don't want to put anything out that's more anger than love. So I didn't put, I didn't put it. It's, it's in the queue. Maybe one day I'll re-record it and it'll be a lot better. But I do want to talk about it. So like, birth control has played a huge role in your PCOS, yeah. right? Like, yeah. so how does that, because it balances out your hormones, like, it helps um, regulate periods. Because mm-hmm. is part of PCOS having irregular periods? Yes. Is that where yep. that came Correct. from? So, like, w- if you didn't have birth control, like, what would that look like for you?
1: Um, I definitely would have, you know, a few periods a year. My hormones oh my would not be... Which, like, sounds great. Like, you know, growing up, I was like, haha, I only had three periods this year. You guys right? Sucked. And Cause now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, now, especially if I wanted to have kids, um, it would be important for me to be tracking my cycle and, right. like, be regulating it to prepare my body, um, you know, to go through that. Um, oh, yeah. Because it to means you prepare for a yeah. child. You do need yeah. to, like
0: like when you're you know you hear people say you're trying to have kids they're not just having sex randomly like you're <laughs> you know, for the most part people like look at the calendar and be like okay this day I'm ovulating and this day we need to do it here or some mm-hmm. people are taking medication you have to take it on this time because you're relying on your period to be that day so yes yeah. yeah
1: exactly um and also it's you know there's certain birth controls at least the pill form when I talk about birth control my experience has always been the pill so just mm-hmm. to kind of clarify that but um there are also certain birth controls that can help your acne more than others. And right. like that also like um, has improved my mental health to not like have crazy acne. <laughs> right. And like, yeah. So that's also, you know, a bonus of it. And um, yeah, I mean, that was the first treatment I started taking for PCOS without even knowing it. Yeah. Um, and it still improved my life exponentially.
0: Right. And so there's, so much conversation going around right now about um, birth control and how it, like, (laughs) because of the the, um, I don't know if the word is the law or whatever it is. I need to get that. I need to figure that <laughs> out. But basically like companies can deny their employees of um, birth control if because of their insurance, if it's like a moral or um, religious decision, but it just makes me so angry because mm-hmm. birth control is clearly used for so many other mm-hmm. things. um Not just for sex, like preventing pregnancy. Like clearly when I looked or clearly like birth control has helped PCOS. Like it was the first treatment that you mm-hmm. started doing to regulate your periods because you were only having three or four yes. year, and that's just not good for women's bodies in general. Yes, is to have. And I know irregular periods are a very common thing, but our bodies need to have that like regular cycle. And so that's why mm-hmm. so many women get on it. And mm-hmm. if it's taken away for us just because people don't want people to have sex or whatever, it's just insane because it's, it <laughs> actually helps you. Like I was in this, um, I'm in this Facebook group and this uh, girl posted this thing saying like, hey, just a heads up, things are crazy in the world right now, like maybe try and get a long-term birth control if you're able Mm. to. And this one woman commented saying that, it's not going to get taken away from us. We're crazy for thinking that. There's so many low-cost options. And I was like, uh, <laughs> my birth control that I use is going would be $150 to $200 a month if I did not have insurance. And that's mm-hmm. not low-cost to me. And the woman commented and was like, well, can you not wear a condom? <laughs> and I was like, don't you even get me started? I was so frustrated because I was like, actually, no, I can't wear a condom because anything, like with vaginismus, something can cause irritation very quickly." And so having a condom is adds extra pain to sex for me. Mm-hmm. And I immediately commented and also said there are so many women who use birth control for other reasons besides mm-hmm. sex and preventing pregnancy. And so, like, when I Googled, like, just trying to learn a little bit more about PCOS before we did this, the first thing that popped up as treatment was birth control. Mm-hmm. And so that gets taken from you. It's like... <laughs> Well, I don't even know what yeah. you would what you would do to regulate your periods. I mean, you'd go back to yeah. two or three a year, and that's just really unhealthy for your body.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think like with that whole point, the moral of the story is you can't pick and choose. You right. Know? So yeah, yeah, I totally agree with all
0: that. Yeah, it's just that maybe that's all <laughs> I'll put out about birth control rather than doing a whole episode because <laughs> I can get really. Um, about it because yeah. I don't think we should take that away from women um but okay so what are I know we've kind of touched we probably talked about this question throughout but I do want to uh we like to get very honest here and mm-hmm. authentic and vulnerable when talking about things and so what has like PCOS like what's one of the hardest parts of having it that people maybe wouldn't know about that people wouldn't know about and you probably already talked about it in this already but um, I think,
1: light. I think in my experience, um, the hardest part for me has always been, uh, obviously, even before knowing I had PCOS, um, was acne, mm. um, definitely, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to think of the word, um, it definitely caused a lot of self-image issues, like, yeah. especially, like, having acne in high school is, like, not, straight up, right. not a good time, bro, <laughs> so, like, like <laughs> I'm
0: trying to, get, I'm trying to date here, how can I do that? Yeah, I how, how
1: like, so, yeah, so that wasn't, that was not great, um, and, you know, even still, like, as an adult, I'm, like, why am I still dealing with this, um, but I just think it's just part of PCOS that's gonna yeah. pop up, and I need to take really good care of my skin, and, um, you know, use all my Tula products and right. get hydrofacials yeah. and like
0: all the stuff. And actually do that stuff to take care of your skin.
1: Yeah. Um, So I, I feel like that's probably the hardest part. Yeah. To Has been and probably would be. And it's probably forward. hard too because
0: it's like if you could fix it, you would. But knowing yeah. that it's like, obviously you can buy all the skincare and do all the hydrofacials mm-hmm. and eat all the right foods, but it's still like knowing it's like still a side effect yeah. of it. It's like yeah. doing all the right things and drinking because people always say, drink like five million gallons of water a day. And yeah. You'll have perfect yeah. skin. You're like, I'm doing all of that.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. Like all the, um, you know, typical nutrition and like science rules mm-hmm. almost, almost don't apply within the boundaries with PCOS. Uh, yeah. Um, just because, you know, our bodies just literally react differently to the same things other people would put in their bodies. Yeah. Um, or use on their skin or mm-hmm. like whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I will say though, like it also, with all the like struggles that came with it, um, it did um, really give me some answers too. I was like, oh, this yeah. is why I struggled with this. This is why I was like this way. This is why I'm feeling this way. Um, not always, but mm. um, it gave me like another thing to be like, to kind of point to and like right. explain Just some, um, some different things. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure it was yes. like, a big
0: side relief of like, I finally know why this stuff is happening in my life that I thought yes. was random and not connected. But, oh, it actually now is connected because this is what I have. And exactly. now I have some answers. Is there any, um, like, healing? Like, can you be cured of PCOS? Is that a thing?
1: Um, right now there's no cure. Okay. Um, there's only, you know, different treatment options. Um gotcha. and I think obviously I don't I think they don't have a cure because they don't know the specific cause. They right. just have That's theories hard. that it's you know genetic and environmental and that it's like different what does factors. that mean though? Like yeah, it's, how can it's your so environment broad. do it? Yeah. And
0: okay, is there a gene? But I know exactly. like I said, we are not scientists. So. Yeah
1: <laughs> not <laughs> a doctor. Like my some of the things I struggle with, like some people never have those symptoms. Like mm-hmm. some people have like perfect skin with PCOS and some people have um no
0: unibrow <laughs> <laughs> like some people have perfect eyebrows they <laughs> they yeah her brows are great to listen to her but <laughs> if I groom if you them do you do. okay <laughs> you're right I take them back but
1: <laughs> um, them done. yeah so I definitely do not speak for everyone with PCOS this is totally just my own relationship with my doctor and my mm-hmm. relationship with my own body of what I have experienced
0: yeah I know that um but sharing your story, though, will help so many women feel less alone because I know that there are women who listen to this podcast mm-hmm. who have PCo- PCOS. I keep saying, like, P- like trying to combine Posses. it. Posses <laughs> that have PCOS because um, they've messaged me and told me mm-hmm. about it, and I, I'm i just so grateful that we were able to yeah. talk about it. Um,
1: and also, I hopefully, you know, maybe some people will listen to this and hear my symptoms and be like, I wonder if that's, like, what's going on with my body oh, because... Yeah. Um, I actually posted something about it on my Instagram story recently because I found this great gluten-free, dairy-free mac and cheese, egg sprouts, daya, daya, daya,
0: daya, yeah. <laughs> it's so
1: good. Anyway, I posted about it, um, and people have, like, reached out to me since then and been wow. like, oh, like, is this, you know, just talking to me about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that didn't know, and I'm like, maybe you can get some
0: answers. I don't yeah. know. No, that would be huge. So if you could encourage one, one woman listening to this that does have PCOS, what would you say to her? Encourage her right now. <laughs> Give her some encouragement because I know that there's people here who have that and who are struggling. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, all the cliche things, but they're super true. Like, you're not alone. Um, you are still as feminine as you want to be yeah. or do not want to be. Absolutely. Um, and you're truly made in God's image and you're yeah. you're beautiful the way that he made you. And yeah. Um, there's, there's treatments out there and, you know, find a, find a doctor that will work with you, find, you know, people that will support you and,
0: um... Yeah, yeah. I no. guess that's what I would say. <laughs> that's huge, and I think that is going to be su- such a good way to end this podcast on is just encouragement because I do know that this is something that is really tough, and it's just <laughs> being a woman is hard, and there's so many things that come with it. Not that being a man is any any easier um, as far as health issues, because I'm gonna be specific about that. I do think <laughs> men have it easier, <laughs> but um, as far as health issues, I don't I don't know too much. But I I just know there's so many so many things that come with being a woman, and this is just one of them. I know this. Mm-hmm. a very common thing clearly one in ten women struggle and so i just appreciate you talking about it and having this idea yeah. i was like oh heck yeah we're <laughs> totally doing it we're doing it next week uh she's like oh okay <laughs> yeah if you've
1: seen the say what instagram story don't mind me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know she's great and <laughs> it's amazing um okay Rach, where can people find you on the social media world if you want them to find you i don't know <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> um i'm on instagram that's my main thing um First name, last name, R-A-C-H. <laughs> <laughs> R-A-C-H, R-A-C, guys. <laughs>
0: R-A-C-H, what's
1: up? Um, That's her new
0: nickname.
1: Rachel Zeller. It's R-A-C-H-E-L-Z-E-L-L-E-R-R-R. That's three R's. Why Three R's. R's? Rachel Zeller wasn't available, and Rachel Zeller-er wasn't available, and <laughs> Rachel Zeller-er was available at the time. So that's Thomas what we're going with. Has this
0: thing where he's like any adult that their Instagram handle is not their name needs to change it or some like <laughs> he's very passionate about this. I don't really know. I'm sorry if you just heard my dog bark. Anyways, um, but it is your name, so it's fun. I don't have that I wish you could find
1: me on TikTok, but. The fame just didn't take on <laughs> Actually,
0: <there. laughs> Rachel's TikTok was amazing. Like, they were the best, most relatable TikToks <laughs> in the entire world. And she stopped making them because she was scared that China was taking your information. Look,
1: and I spent like four hours on it when I got on. So it was just, it was Whatever. a life
0: decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that truly affected my life because I didn't you're get right, to watch you're them right. anymore. I'm so
1: sorry. You were, b- you were my biggest fan. I, I, I do yeah, appreciate I that. I am
0: still your biggest fan. In <laughs> fact, you were biggest fan. But it's fine. I get to be with her in real life and she's just as funny as <laughs> she is on the internet. So I guess it works out.
1: Only if you're like as painfully awkward as me, will you enjoy it? <laughs> my old uh, not going to answer that question
0: <laughs> or say anything back to that because it wasn't a question. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she is not painfully awkward, guys. She just likes to say that. It's really funny. Oh my
1: gosh. Anyways,
0: Well, Rachel, thank you so, so much. Guys, go follow Rachel. And if you have any questions or if you've related to this or struggle with this, please send me a DM. You know my DMs are always open always responding and i love to chat connect with you guys so thanks for talking and we will talk soon bye thanks